This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. I don't know that I got a chance to talk about my vacation, the 50th celebration. And part of that was planned. I didn't want to be, you know, we went to Disney World. We went to Universal Studios five days straight in an amusement park. And as I said, you know, the day after I came back and was on the air again, I said, not exactly replete with good food choices. (laughs) Or to even be more accurate, it is replete with bad food choices. But I actually, uh, I think I texted you like the first day I was there. Yeah. Second day I was there. I got some pictures of salads. Yeah, there was only one day that we didn't have a salad the whole time. That's good. And and it wasn't that it was a bad day. We just didn't have salad. Yeah. Uh, I actually lost a pound and a half. No. After five days Mm -hmm. at an amusement park. I mean, that just, that kind of boggles my mind. Now. Here's the thing I wanted to tell you, though, and I've been waiting. Mm-hmm. In this wardrobe transition, yes, I'm wearing a stretchy belt. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I need the, but I have to say, like when I cough or sneeze, yes, I have to grab pants my pants <laughs> because it could be a really bad situation really quick. That's awesome. I love it. And it's kind of like. Okay, I I can't. I'm not going to buy another wardrobe now. I'm just not because I know I'm going to continue to get smaller. But uh, yeah, it's a little dangerous now. That's so cool. That's a twofold win win. One, yeah, you're losing weight. Mm-hmm. Two, you're engaging your transverse abdominal. Yeah, absolutely. Really I know. Well. And I told Mary that I was like, well, you know, I know that I'm getting stronger in that area. That's right. Uh, the uh, half marathon uh, proved to be uh, another demonstration of that. That just uh, and, and in fact, after being on the airplane for five hours each way or yeah. whatever, doing, you know, five half marathons in yeah. five days, going through amusement parks and right. blah, 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 no sleep. I uh, my co- I have an area of stretching that uh, causes me pain in the lower back. The Cossacks, you know, yeah. all the tendons that tie there. Yeah. I was texting you and Hope, I don't know how to get to this. Yeah. Well, you gave me the ex- – I couldn't even get to the exercises you said to get to that because my <laughs> – my hip inductor and hip, hip uh, yeah. uh, abductor both uh-huh. were so bad. And I didn't realize, yeah. but, you know, another two days of intensive, specific stretching and Did it help? no Release? more back pain. <gasps> Hey, Isn't that cool? Good. Honestly, when I got that text from you, I first of all had to put myself in your body. I had to picture your kind of, I know your curve mm-hmm, and right. your back. And so I, I was thinking, how do we get there? And prayed god what are yeah. the, what were the postures so i'm glad that and it worked said. well and it was so funny because i i think i even texted back it, i couldn't even get to the it, it wasn't what we thought yeah that was just where the pain was manifesting totally now, and it, now it's so true about most pain in our life it's not about yeah. the pain and uh there's other emotions mm-hmm. that uh kind of will sneak up on us yeah past yeah i don't know about you but i've been in the past, I've had some anger issues. That's what we're talking about today. And I was going to ask you, uh, we're talking about the illness of anger mm. because we're all healthy and whole. We're talking about wellness. It's not talking about how many push-ups and sit-ups to do or whatever. But 
what's really going on inside of us. And I love the analogy. Someone said, if you want to know what's inside a person, bump into them. <laughs> so get bumped into and what comes out. And yeah. anger or irritation, those types of. So are you an angry person? I, I have been uh, called that before. Yeah, I've been. I thought it was just passion, but hey. It, some, oh, my some... gosh. I used to <laughs> rephrase mine that way, too. And I, 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 God has done a good work in me. But anger was definitely uh, a way for me to. Ah, protect myself for mm-hmm. sure. And so I, I, mine came from insecurities. Yeah. You yeah, know, when yeah. I would be challenged intellectually, you know, my insecurities about not having a degree mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I would just, you know, come at you and yeah, yeah, not good. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I was reading in Genesis four five when Cain um, makes his offering to God. And it says that um, on Cain's offering, he did not look with favor, meaning God. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Cain was very angry. This is the first time you see the word anger in the Bible, and it means to burn, be hot, or scorched, or charred. Isn't that cool? Like, it means, like, actually, I'm on fire, and Mm -hmm. someone, I need to be put out before I, and like James says, like, our tongue is a forest, like, it it can, a spark of our words can create a forest fire. So that fire of anger is something that we so need to be aware of, and we either spew it, or we stuff it. Mm-hmm. Are you a spewer or a stuffer? Uh, I I didn't hold back. Yeah, me too. I'm a spewer. And a stuffer would be, that's why they say depression is anger moved inwards. Mm. And I thought it was interesting in this verse that it would actually, Cain was angry and his face was downcast. So mm. it's exactly that anger and sadness can coexist together and it just traps us in a, a spinning cycle of how do I get out of this? I want to talk real quick about what happens when we're angry. Because I think if we can understand how God's designed our body, mm-hmm. then we can be responsible a little bit. We have to participate in how to rewire our bodies, how to re, re, rewire our thinking. So when something happens to us, the amygdala that, that makes us angry, the amygdala, which is it's the um, part of our brain that deals with emotions. So everything gets processed through the amygdala. You, everyone has an amygdala. Mm-hmm. That's why you have a feeling about everything. <laughs> if you feel like you've been wronged, if you feel you're excited, you feel, anything you feel passes through the amygdala. So when something happens that rubs up against you, the amygdala goes crazy. But by God's grace, our frontal left lobe is connected to the, it gets a rush of blood from the amygdala and it helps kind of reason you down, pulls you off the fence. It's the reason why you probably don't throw a vase across the room or mm-hmm. the reason you don't uh, take your car and drive it into somebody. It's that it's a two second, but it, but physiology says that within two seconds, that's done. So that's why counting to 10 is really important. Mm. But you, what damage you can do in two seconds. Oh, absolutely. Right? I can make a lot of bad decisions in two seconds. <laughs> totally. I think this is interesting. So the blood flow that rushes to the front left of the brain is so crucial to slowing you down, to going, mm-hmm. no, 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 reason, reason, reason. It's not what you think it is. It's not what you feel it to be. And that's why exercise is so important and so linked to a healthy brain. Because when we exercise, we increase blood flow. We increase, we're, we're training for that hard moment. We're taking blood flow, pushing it to other parts of our body. Our brain has to increase blood flow, which is why when we don't work out, our brains tend to be oversized and very um, lumpy and scarred. But as we work out, blood flow goes back. The brain shrinks down a little bit to a healthier size. And you now have good blood flow going on. So when things happen down the road, you're going to respond as you should. Mm-hmm. I just think how we're so set up in today's society to not work out. Like everything is coming against our brains. Mm-hmm. 
right? We're spoon-fed everything, yeah. TVs, everything. So our brain doesn't get the workout that it needs anymore. So the effects of anger on the body is also really interesting that for people that have anger, anger issues, high levels of anger, they're at twice the risk of coronary artery disease and three times the risk of heart attacks. And some scientists think that chronic anger may be more dangerous than smoking and obesity. That means you can die of anger. You can Mm -hmm. die of a hard heart. Yep. Quicker than eating yourself Mm -hmm. into a grave. Put the two together be an angry over consumer of food and you you're a ticking time bomb, not only for yourself, but for so many other people because mm-hmm. you're irritated. You feel judged. You feel like nobody understands it. You can see how, you know, that it just becomes a cycle of I'm angry. So I hurt. And now I'm not happy with my body and now I'm being judged. So now I'm angry. So I'll eat some more. Oh, just like, Lord, how do we get out of this cycle? This weekend I was at, uh, I don't know if you read my blog post about I did. The Angry Man. Wow. I woke up on Saturday morning and I was angry. I was angry at God. I felt like I, you know, I just felt like, God, why does it feel so hard? There are things that just working out of my faith. And, and I think it's okay. I love that we can go to God and say, I am feel angry. He can handle it. Yeah, he can totally handle it. And so, but the beautiful thing is to go to him and say, this is what I'm feeling Deal with me. Mm-hmm. Aren't those, those are three words. Deal with me. And so I went out for a hike up Squaw Peak and I was just kind of in my funk. And afterwards I left to go to uh, McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> I said it. McDonald's. See, I, I wasn't even going to say it. That's okay. My kids, actually, I didn't get anything, but not that there's anything, <clears throat> not there's anything wrong with it, but my kids love their breakfast there. I told them I'd pick something up on the way home. Their pancakes are. Uh, they love their pancakes. So. Pretty impressive. So I s- stood, as I drove in the, um, lines to get in the drive-thru line was crazy. It was crazy pants. It was Saturday morning, so you have lines everywhere. No one's making sense. So we're trying to look at each other and kind of figure out who was there first. Ends up that I was there first before it started to get crazy. So we had this semblance of order, and then all of a sudden this man comes around the corner, zooming around in his car, and he puts his place like he's going to be next in line. I'm like, oh. And I knew, you know when you know, like you, they think they're next. Yeah. So, he okay. just disregarded the totally entire disregarded obvious. the crazy. To him, it was just a cluster of cars. Like no one's doing the line. And, and he mm-hmm. was in line in the way it appeared to him. So as we started to move forward, he, I started to go forward. He started ramming his car towards me. Just mm. upset. You could tell he was so mad. He started cussing and who do you think you are? All those things. And my amygdala mm-hmm. was whoosh. It hit the gas, <laughs> it's, hit the gas. It's on, right? And honestly, yeah, I thought about ramming his car. <laughs> and eventually he backed up because the rest of the cars kind of helped him see what it was. But as I got in line, he was still screaming. He moved in behind me because the other drivers allowed him, which was nice because they could tell, whatever, he's in a rush. And so as we were going through line, I'm angry and I'm thinking, what a moron. What, like how... Self-focused, self-absorbed, and that's what anger does, Mm -hmm. self-absorb, and sadness, (coughs) self-absorbed. And I was with the Lord. I'm like, Lord, help me. What do you, what, help me with this anger. And in that moment, he was able to show me that this guy's heart was just like mine, that he was angry. He was angry because he feels hurt. He feels like he's not loved, and that is what's underneath my anger. My Mm. anger is, God, I feel like, I'm not being loved by my husband. I'm not being loved by, you know, the all these things. Like, where's the love that I need? Mm-hmm. And so I knew in that moment, oh, my gosh, that's me. And then I heard the Lord say, you're going to buy him breakfast. So 
that when I flipped on, I got excited because that's exactly what we're asked to do. Romans 12, 4 says to bless those who persecute, bless and do not curse. So I got super excited, got in line, paid for his food behind me. And as I'm paying for his food, he's actually honking the horn saying, what the taking so long? And he was so upset that I was ahead of him and seemed to be slow. And I looked at the woman who was taking my money to pay for him. And she's like, kind of confused. Why are you Mm -hmm. buying his lunch? Or why are you buying his breakfast? He's screaming at you. And I said, this is why. He is so angry and he needs love. If he asks why I bought it, please tell him that I hope he has a better day. Next thing I know, I pick up my food and I'm looking at the line behind me as he's getting his trying to pay, which he didn't have to. And it was really holy. I saw him stick his dollar bill out out the window and wave it at me and kindly say, I'm so sorry. Please take my money. I'm so sorry. It was the resolve. And love truly is the answer to our anger. Yeah. Love is greater than fear. Love is greater than fear. That's Amen. Uh, a reminder that we all need. Yeah. Uh, that blog that you uh, relayed that story in mm-hmm. is available. How do people find you online? Go to revelationwellness.org and let's talk. For questions or comments, please email Tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's Tom at faithtalk1360.com.